0: She used to write computer software, and now she writes books. Let's find out how she did it. We've got Kristen Rockaway here coming up. This is Book Circle Online, featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. Welcome to Book Circle Online. I'm your host, Fern Renee and I'm joined today by Kristen Rockaway, the author of The Wild Woman's Guide to Traveling the World, a novel. And I say a novel because when I saw the title, I was like, oh, is this a, a, this going to be interesting? But it was an interesting novel. It was fabulous. I loved it. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and congratulations on such a great book. Thank you so much. I loved it. So as I said, it's a novel. It's not technically a guide, but it's a great title because it Caught, certainly caught my attention um, can you give us a brief description of of the book?
1: Sure, yeah. So um, the main character is Sophie Bruno. She is an overachieving career girl, New New Yorker. Um, She loves to travel the world. It's her dream, but she's um, uh, because of some things that have happened in her life, she craves security. So she decides to pursue a career as an IT consultant, which still allows her to travel around the world because she's Mm -hmm. a traveling IT consultant. She goes to different uh, different offices around the world, um, but it's not on her own terms. So she finally decides to take some time off of work and go uh, to Hong Kong with her best friend. And on the first day there, her best friend says, oh, I miss my boyfriend, and she leaves her alone. Um, but it's okay, because then Sophie meets Carson. And mm-hmm. he's this free-spirited American artist who's bumming around Asia on a trust fund. And um, she figures he'll just be a little vacation fling, and it turns out to be so much more.
0: So much more. You have to read the <laughs> book. But... um I was reading your blog on your website, kristenrockaway.com, and this happened to you. Okay, we, will, we won't get, we'll get into happened to you regarding the guy, um, but this happened to you. You were on vacation with a friend, and she said, bye, yes. I'm going home. Yes. Where were you? I
1: was in Spain.
0: Yeah. And was it the first day of the vacation? Like was the like first in the book?
1: day of the vacation. Actually, we were going down. We were in, I lived in New York at the time. We were going down the runway at JFK over to Madrid. And as we haven't even, the wheels haven't taken off yet. And she's going, I don't know if I'm going to make it the whole 10 days. I really miss my boyfriend. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, like, my God. it's not God. that long. Right. Way to start a vacation, yeah, by the way. and then we get there. And that night, she booked a, a flight. <gasps> <laughs> well,
0: so in the book, it happened where Sophie was in the shower. And she kind of called mm-hmm. her. Called and changed the flight and left her. Did that happen? I
1: was down at the bar, like hanging out,
0: <gasps> unbeknownst to you. And then she says, "I'm going." home. I had a
1: feel. Yeah, I mean, it was it was less of a surprise. Yeah. Um. But yeah.
0: Oh, but I came back. Still. <laughs> so, did you stay the rest of the vacation? I
1: did. Yeah. I had good a great for you. Time. Good for
0: you. you. Is she, are you still friends with her?
1: Um. Kind of. I mean, we talk sometimes, but uh, it wasn't like the relationship that Sophie and Elena had, where they right. were friends forever. We had like recently become friends.
0: Oh, okay. So. Has she read the book? Know,
1: um, I don't know that she's read it, but she does know the premise.
0: Okay, she's aware, (laughs) yeah,
1: she knows that I'm, yeah, yeah, we'll talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, sometimes in life, like when things like that happen, you know, like everything, you think it's bad at first, and it turns out to be Mm -hmm. wonderful. And that was probably a wonderful trip, it
1: was, it was very memorable, something
0: you remember for a lifetime. So, we're gonna dive into, um, Sophie and Carson and all the other wonderful characters um, in this book, but you're, obviously you had this experience, what is the brief, if you could give us the brief bio, because I mentioned that you were you know, used to write computer software and now right. you're writing books so what's what's the brief bio of Kristen Rockaway
1: right yeah so I have always um loved writing you know I grew I was b- writing since I was a little kid um in high school I did a lot of writing on the lit- literary magazine and you grew and, up you know, in Brooklyn I did yes in case you couldn't tell I'm Brooklyn. <laughs> that's English. what I am saying, my, my <laughs> exotic accent in case you can't tell so in Canarsie yes. go Brooklyn yeah exactly. yeah so um I always, you know, I always wrote, uh, but some things happened in my life where I felt I needed some security, mm-hmm. so I decided, you know what, I'll just put writing to the side, and I'll do something where I can actually, like, pay off these loans I'm accruing Right. In college. Where did you go to college? I went to NYU. Oh, nice. But kind of like Sophie, I live I lived with my grandmother the whole time, Okay. so yeah, I had a very close relationship with my grandmother, Aww. <laughs> And um, but, you know, NYU, even if I'm not boarding there, it's very expensive, so I decided to major in computer science, and it's not that I didn't like it. I I liked it just fine and I was good at it um, but you know it would still there was like a hollowness in my soul if you will you know mm-hmm. an empty spot um, so I would just kind of write on the side for myself for fun I wrote like blogs and um, journals and you know little short stories here and there but I never took it too seriously um, and I worked in IT for a long time I you know made good money I had a, had a good time but then uh, I had a kid four and a <laughs> half years ago so where did you
0: meet your husband?
1: oh I met my husband on the internet in New York I love
0: it <laughs> Good, I know so... I mean, everybody meets that way now. I mean, I feel like yeah. that's the way it is now.
1: Well, this was kind of the early days of the internet, okay. where you weren't sure if you wanted to, like, admit that you met him on the yeah, internet, yeah. you know? Was it Match.com? No, it was, like, it's this weird thing that doesn't exist anymore, but, oh. it, it, like, I signed up for it through The Onion, so I was like, oh, whoever I meet on this will be really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good planning. Yeah. <laughs> so he's from New York, too? No, he's an army brat, um, oh, but he okay. was living in New York at the time. He had only been living there for a few months, and he was like, I want to get out of here, so that was kind of like... How we moved and so okay. you ended up, yeah. Here, we came here on vacation and we both fell in love with it. We're like, Why don't we want to live here? Why don't we live here? So we just, picked, yeah, packed up our car.
0: Why don't we want to live here? Is a good question because we've talked about this, yeah. The minute my husband and I landed here, I was like, this is it. Exactly. It's just, I don't know, it's a great place to live. As soon as we got off the plane,
1: yeah, we were just like, this is gorgeous, you know? There's no snow, it's just sunny all the time. Did
0: you miss being, uh, writing computer
1: software? Um, no. I think (laughs) think I've done it long enough that I just burned out on it, and I still get it in a little bit, you know, like I do my own website, I, like, help people here and there with little things, um, and I do a little bit of technical writing on the side. your (laughs)
0: website is gorgeous, by the way. I was so inspired. We have to talk after Often. Oh, yeah, yes.
1: absolutely.
0: I do my <laughs> yeah, Oh, it's great.
1: Thank you. It's
0: really great. Check it out. <laughs> and so then you, go ahead.
1: Oh, right. So, yeah. then, um, so then I had a kid. Right. And anyone who has a kid knows that, like, you do not have any time to pursue your passions on the side. Like, I I also love to travel. So I would use, you know, the money I was making. I would take vacation and go yeah. travel. I didn't have time to travel. I didn't have time to write. And that was really gnawing at me. I was also suffering from some postpartum depression. Yeah, you're very honest about it in your blog. Yeah, yes, yeah. You know, good. it's important to talk about. People yeah. are, like, ashamed. But, you know, it was, it was very real. The chemicals in your body. Exactly. And in the course of my recovery, I had some, you know, I was forced... To acknowledge these things about myself, like I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not I felt felt like I was wasting my life, sort of, you know. I needed to at least give it a try. So I told myself, well, I'll take six months off to focus on my writing and see what happens there. And that was almost three years ago at this point. Nice,
0: yeah. (laughs) And so you, I I mean, I don't know how you found the time, but you have you have your child, mm-hmm. and then did you take writing classes or do, okay, online I or in person? Online, yeah. Okay. So when my
1: son was eight months old, I signed up for my first writing class, and it was just, I was sort of like, oh, this is kind of silly, I don't know, whatever, but, you know, Gotham Writers Workshop, they're a very good Yeah. Uh, oh, program. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. They're, they're based in New York, but they had this, you know, online yeah. course, so I told, I told my husband, and I was just sort of, like, quietly, like... So I signed up for this, you know, this writing course, and he was like, "That's awesome!" You know, he's been super supportive. So, um, but you know, I was still working full time. I still, I had my son. He was eight months old. Oh, you were working full time. Oh, yeah, I was still working full time. Oh my god! So what I would do is I would work all day, and then I would, (laughs) I would nurse my son at night. You know, I'd spend time with my son. I would do his last nursing at night, and as I was rocking in the rocking chair in the dark, I would think, "Okay, what am I going to write for my next assignment? What is, you know, what's going on?" I would plot everything out in my head, and then as soon as he fell asleep, I would put him in his crib. And then I would race to my laptop and just write, 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 write until I passed out.
0: That is ambitious. <laughs> wow. And so did you have the idea for this story from the writing class or before you took this class? Oh,
1: so it actually, I mean, obviously the idea has yeah. been percolating ever yes. since I got abandoned in Spain. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, this actually, it started out as a 500 word creative writing assignment in that very first class I took.
0: Isn't it amazing how yeah, that happened? Yeah. And are you, so did it help you outline it or are you a like, you know how they say, like a planner or a pantser? Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. How would you describe yourself?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it was kind of a combination of the two because when I did this, I still I was taking like very basic fiction writing classes. I wasn't taking like how to write a novel, right. so I didn't know what I was doing. I, I so I really was sort of pantsing, but I was plotting, but I didn't know what I was doing. You right. know, it was just plotted it out and it just sort of poured out of me. And
0: nice, yeah. Ugh, pouring out of you—that's like the writer. Like that's a great feeling, it's the sweet spot. Yeah, nice, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so back to Sophie. So there she is in Hong Kong with Elena. What I have found so, um, so interesting is the relationship between Sophie and Elena, because they've been best friends from ho- their best friends from home. Mm-hmm. They grew up together on the same street in New Jersey. And, you know, you, you kind of you show how their worldviews are different, how Sophie went to, you know, good school, got a good job, is traveling the world as an IT consultant, lives in the city, and her best friend still lives in New Jersey, is working as a receptionist. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you show so well their different worldviews and the way just their different mindsets, which I found so relatable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm so curious how you figured out how to show this without telling too much. Um, so I guess it was through their you know through their conversations but did you give it a lot of thought beforehand
1: how you were gonna do that? No actually <laughs> no it came very because I find it very relatable you yes. know uh, growing up in Brooklyn people especially nowadays Brooklyn is like the hip spot and yes. like everyone wants to go there but I grew up it was there's very much more like a small town than you would imagine mm-hmm. and it still is especially in the outskirts of Brooklyn like where I grew up and there are people that just don't leave that right. like Brooklyn and is very much a suburb yeah there are and I grew up in sort of a suburby part of Brooklyn yeah. I mean, I don't know that anyone here would call it a suburb, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was a sort of small town, and um, there were people that were just I'm happy here, or, like they go to Long Island. I have a lot of you know family that lives in Long mm-hmm. Island. They're just happy to be there and never leave. Um, but I just I always felt like I was sort of wanting a little bit more, you yes. know. Uh, so that's I guess it just kind of came naturally. Yeah, really it was very that. natural, <laughs> and
0: it was very relatable, and it's and it wasn't judgmental because so you know, so often I feel like I have these these conversations with people because it it was so relatable to me there are people who've never left my hometown and there's nothing wrong with that like if you're happy that's wonderful you know you have to do whatever makes you happy but if you're not that way and you want to kind of see the world there's nothing wrong with that either so neither side should be judging each other and you know you saw some of that here but she still followed her heart and she still loved her friend no matter what and I really I appreciated it. I thought it was so relatable. And I loved her relationship with her grandmother, uh-huh. which I also found relatable. Um, and you have a very close relationship with your grandmother. Yeah. Is she still...
1: She actually passed away while I was querying this novel.
0: Oh. Oh. Yeah. So I think she might have had a part in you landing That's what I agent think. For yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, can you tell... Was it
1: your mom's mom? It was my mom's mom, Okay. Yes. So my mom passed away when I was in high school, yeah. but I always lived with my grandma. I grew up in a house full of women. It was just my right. older sister, my mom, and my grandma. And uh, when my mom passed away, my grandma just sort of like finished the job of raising yeah. me. <laughs> so we had an extremely close relationship yeah Yeah. and um she was also very overprotective and i think a lot of that sort of push and pull of stay here why do you have to leave that Mm -hmm. was very much with my grandma you know like what are you moving to california who lives in california crazy i can only imagine yes oh yeah
0: so how long so you've been here eight years Mm -hmm. so you were here for set for the last seven years of her life i guess uh yeah yeah was
1: she did she ever visit my grandmother had never been on an airplane she died she was 94 years old
0: did she drive?
1: Uh, no, she did not drive did either. did mine? I used to, I I lived with her, you know, all through college. Are you Italian? Uh, yeah, on yes. that side yes. I'm Italian. Okay. My father's Persian, my mom's okay. Italian. And, uh, and yeah, so I would drive her around, like I just got a car and drove her to the store, drove, love her, it. And drove her dog to the vet. None of them drove, no. it's so funny. She always said that she regretted not learning oh, to drive. Oh, really? Though. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, how did she feel about when you were you know, where did you meet this guy? You met him on the computer. That's another thing. They're like, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was she a must little. Have... I think she was just happy that I finally brought someone home. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because oh, I can really, yeah, yeah. She was a single for so long. She was sort of like, what's going to go, what's happening with her? Like, <laughs> so, Were your two older sisters married? Uh, one of them is. The other okay. Okay. But, okay. yeah, my other my older sister, she was, like, the exact, like, opposite. Like, she had started, got married, real young, started having kids right away. And, uh, so, and I was the one, you know, she stayed in New York, and I was always the one that was sort of, like, head in the clouds. Yes. F- f- you know, traveling around, not tying myself down to a partner. So I think she was a little, she was relieved. <laughs> yeah. She's like, go
0: and do whatever you have to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about Carson. Is he based on anyone? No, actually. Okay. Yeah, no. Because he's, um... I mean, I find him very real, too. I feel like this guy could have really existed. So, great job in in writing him. Um, He's wonderful. He's wonderful. (laughs) Um... So he's not a conglomerate of it? No, he honestly like,
1: isn't. I was just thinking when I was writing it, I'm like, okay, Sophie meets this guy and who would be like totally wrong for her. Oh, some guy that's like not paying attention to how much money he's spending. He has no clue what he wants to do. He's just, you know, bumming with a sketchbook, bumming around. And, you know, on vacation she finds that like super sexy, right? Because yes. he was, he's he's you know, he's a really attractive guy right. in many ways. Um but, you know, it, it she has this like split between her vacation vacation Sophie, and real life Sophie. Yes. So um, I think that was probably where the conflict came in. But yes. that, that's exactly wh- how I came up with him.
0: Oh, he's, he's sexy. And there are a lot of sexy scenes. So did your husband read the book? He did, yeah. And then how did you... You know, in writing... Well, particularly these scenes, he must love them. <laughs> but did you have, like... Was it awkward, like, with an editor or having a, you know...
1: Oh, no, I actually had to cut a number of sex scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, I should... You know, maybe I should, like, offer that up as a giveaway. <laughs> like, all the... Ten deleted sex scenes, right, you yes. know? <laughs> You don't want to know what finds out happens in the... What used to happen in the back of that cab ride, but, uh... I yeah. love
0: it. <laughs> That's so funny. So, did your... um so you got a publisher, you know, you got an agent, mm-hmm. you got a publisher, the editor say we have to cut some It of was this. my agent who made me cut oh, the sex okay. scene. She was
1: like, you're blowing the sex scene, like, limit out of the water here, okay. we're never going to be able to sell <laughs> this. Like, they're lovely, but, you know,
0: maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe just storm away for the future. <laughs> nice.
0: So yeah, yeah, you have something for your next book. Yeah, exactly. So your um, husband read the book, and I'm sure he loved it, mm-hmm. and... Um, your sisters and the rest of your family?
1: Yeah. So one sister read it like while it was in like while I was writing it and yeah. querying it, and then the other sister is actually reading it right now, but she's having a hard time getting through it because the grandma is based so much on my grandma. Oh.
0: <laughs> so like what particularly is besides that? Um that she's just
1: sorta of surly. Yeah, you know? yeah. Was she like that? Yes, that's very so funny. much so. Um this the the grandma in the book does not curse as much as my act my grandmother did. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean, very much, you know, just kind of living alone and always worrying about about Sophie. That was. And how she
0: had this perception was. about men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that grand- was my grandmother, too. Really?
1: Yeah, because my mom was a single mom. So okay. my grandma had some feelings.
0: Right, right. She had some opinions mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> and that could be a whole other book The Sisters, the Grandma, and the Mom all living in a house in Brooklyn. Uh, that's too close to reality, <laughs> <Karen>. I can't. <laughs>
1: it's
0: too, right. Too close to home. Um, And so the internal dialogue i also think is wonderful so that's something that i think is also a struggle for writers because you do, you know you're always being told show don't tell mm-hmm. so if you're if you have too much internal dialogue it's like you're telling us what she's thinking instead of showing us you know how she feels right. but it was a per- i thought it was a perfect amount did you struggle with that or how did you decide how much internal dialogue to put in
1: you know I have to say I didn't I I didn't I was just like well you know I would get bored with it right like that's how I would kind of tell like if I was just going on and on with her inner you know her inner monologue and I was like okay like if I'm getting bored then no one else (laughs) is going to want to read that that's usually a good (laughs) gauge yeah and you know sometimes like if you're writing you'll have to be like okay well there's too many there's too much block like too much of a writing block here like you need to put some white space in so that's kind of like a visual cue that I would use as well yeah
0: oh that's a good guide yeah Nice and how much did your agent? So you got your agent on Twitter, which is yeah, an inspiring story. yeah, well kind
1: of right. Like yeah. so, she put her manuscript wish list w- wish for um, some like commercial women's fiction in the style of Emily Giffen, and she said that you know even though my work wasn't quite as subversive as like some of Emily Giffin's themes, um, it was still the sort of commercial thing that she was looking for. So that was really, but you know, I found her and then I had to query her. Right, so, right, right. So right. it was that, that whole process, but
0: and then. Yeah. So she did some editing of your book, which is a great, that's a great agent.
1: Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's very hands-on, very, I'm constantly, even now I'm like always bouncing ideas back and forth with her. She's, I couldn't ask for a better agent, honestly. Nice. And then when you got the publisher, were you? Celebrating? Yes, I was in my car, and my mother-in-law was in the car with oh, me. Actually, nice. she was visiting, and I was I was in the parking lot at Trader Joe's, and I saw my agent calling me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to take this! What is this?" You know. So it was uh, it was a very vivid moment that I will never forget.
0: Nice. Do you? How? So your son's four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he'll you'll want him to read it <laughs> ever?
1: in Twenty know. years? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have to like cut out some of those, some <laughs> of those scenes, scenes in like Macau. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it would be nice... Um, yeah, you should give him a, an edited version. <laughs> Cut out certain scenes. Oh, they're not, like, raunchy, but... Right. But it's not, not like something I want my son to like. Right, envision. exactly. But to, to see a character based on your grandmother is such a gift to him. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Really.
1: I never thought about that. Yeah, mm. I think...
0: I think he would love it. <laughs> so... how um, now, nowadays what are you working on next and how do you still find the time to write oh i'm
1: constantly chasing plot bunnies so <laughs> i have a number of projects that i'm working on you know some are far more developed so Plot
0: bunnies are
1: oh plot bunnies are just like ideas that like grip you and won't uh-huh. let go until you you write them Smash and them yeah exactly so i'm trying you know i'm usually pretty good at like stop plot bunny stop bunny. Plot bunny. <laughs> but um but yeah i think because i don't have anything that's Fully flushed out yet. I'm still kind of exploring, you know, uh, waiting for the right thing. But there are a couple. It's, it's, they're all like just sort of fun, the same kind of vibe, you know, yeah. chicklet. Like women exploring their, you know, they're on the verge of something,
0: right, right, right. And um, do you, do you? Ever write like? Do you write them out and see how it goes? Yeah, or? Okay. yeah. Sometimes
1: it's a pen. Sometimes I'll just have a scene I have to write out, okay. or sometimes I'll like get an idea for a plot that I'll. Fl- it's always okay. different. I really don't have a process that I always follow. Okay. You know, I take I've taken a lot of advice. Yeah, uh, you know, I go. I'm a member of um, our Romance Writers of America. I'm quite active in that, and okay. you know, nice. and the Women's Fiction Writers Association. So I'm always. I feel like you can never stop learning, right? Yes. So I love to, but not all the advice applies. So I just yes. kind of you know take. I, I absorb it all and then when I feel like I need it I you know, I trust myself to to use whatever yeah
0: like. I was going to say how do you decide what to go with I, I just kind of have to trust Treasured my gut yeah. yeah and then so when you have to write these scenes do you just wait for your son to take a nap because I find yeah, it so I can't, I can't
1: do anything admirable like
0: right yeah I find it so admirable that you that you got all this done
1: after a the
0: birth of your yeah, child. Yeah, thank you.
1: It's funny because like now he's four and a half, and he is chatty. My son is like <laughs> super extroverted. If you got another writer? Yeah. Well, he yeah he says <laughs> he wants to be a writer. Um, but like I am not, so I'm not as chatty, and so like he take like even like we we're just constantly talking, you know. So yeah. I can never get anything done. <laughs> um, and I, I always say that like it was easier when he was a baby because you know right, yeah. it was easier to get stuff done because I was just like he napped a lot and you know he right. would just kind of like sit there and play with a toy and. Now right. We're like constantly engaged, which is wonderful, but it's harder to find the time.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Does he go to bed early? No,
1: <laughs> he doesn't like to sleep. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, um, but he does go to preschool, so that's why. Oh, tr- yeah, so I try to get most of my stuff done while good. he's at school. Drop him off exactly.
0: So, you, based on Sophie, you have the travel. You love to travel. Yeah. What is your favorite? I won't make you pick one. <laughs> But what is your top three favorite places you've been?
1: Well, Hong Kong is definitely my favorite, and that's why I picked that as the setting for nice. this one. It
0: was very, you could tell you'd been there. Yeah,
1: oh, I loved it. And then uh, Sydney, I really loved Sydney, Australia. I thought it was a really cool city with a really cool vibe and just laid back. It kind of reminds me of San Diego, actually.
0: Oh, um, is it is Sydney on a beat? Is it near? A beach? Yeah, it's
1: right. Near, it's a coastal oh. city, and it's like it has like you know this really cosmopolitan vibe, but then it's also like re- laid back. You know, it's just a real short jaunt to. To, to Bondi Beach, yeah.
0: Oh, people rave about Sydney. That's it's a dream. It's a long flight, though. It
1: is, yeah. Um, and I was living in New York at the time, so it was an even longer flight. But, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Were you able to go for? Were these for work or no?
1: This okay. was all because I I worked in New York, but I had a lot of vacation time because I worked there for so long. So yeah. I would always, always, you know, plan. I plan like three, four trips a year. Yeah, always so going somewhere. And what would your third be? Uh, what would my third be? Oh, Sweden. Oh, wow. Stockholm. It's wow, very expensive like in- but beautiful. Is it? Yeah,
0: I. These are all now on my list. I've been to none of those. Um, did you? Where did you go on your honeymoon? Oh,
1: uh, Peru. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Did you hike the? We did not do the hiking. Yeah. It was. It was. It was sort of like you know luxury in. <laughs> Like, we So we took the train. We went to um, Machu Picchu, you know, yeah, we yeah. did that whole area. It was beautiful. And then we flew to Iquitos, which is right in the mouth of the Amazon. So, and we um, took a boat up the Amazon and we stayed in, like, it was a nice hotel that had, like, its own generator and, like, a hot tub <laughs> in the middle of the Amazon. So we weren't exactly roughly. it. That's amazing. It was amazing, yeah. Your husband, does he like to travel? He does. I mean, he's he grew up as an army brat. Yeah. So he's very much more of, like, wants st- a home base. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's important to me to have a home base too. Yeah, uh, but I definitely I feel like I kind of got him up and out. I'm like, let's yeah, go, go. <laughs> let's go, buddy.
0: And does he let you plan the trips? Yeah.
1: Oh, he doesn't. I have to plan the trips. Yeah, he's not planning. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: And he's got a good. He got the best. Yeah, yeah. What did he say when you suggested Peru? Um,
1: he was all on, but he was on board.
0: gung ho for. Well,
1: he's um he's also Puerto Rican, so he speaks Spanish, okay. so that helps. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Very nice. And how long was he in New York when you... He had
1: only been there maybe six months. Like, oh, I snagged him
0: right away. Yeah, you know? yeah, you got him just because he was not loving it. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. New York can be either you just fall. It's one of those cities. Yeah, you just fall in love with it. Or
1: well, see, he he kind of you know explains it like he had his New York experience. Like yeah. uh, people, you know, when you're a certain age, you want to come there and party, and it is a great place to be. Like in the your best. early twenties, like oh my god, it was the, the best, best. to be. Yeah. but he was kind of over it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Okay, so um, you've got all these plot bunnies. We don't know what one's going to be next, but you're working on yeah a, several different things.
1: Yeah. Um, well, so I have this one idea where it's like women... Um I I like to write women that work in IT because that's just my background and I love to, you you know, know. yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, But so I have one where a woman is kind of writing. She's dealing with dates. She's dating in the city and she's having all this bad luck on dating apps. So she decides to write her own sort of rate man rater dating app. I love it. (laughs) So that's one thing I'm working on. And then I'm also working on another sort of travel based one um, where a woman needs to escape her life. So she goes to like a place where she's never she can't even find it on a map on um, yeah. Estonia which I've been to as well where is that uh, Oh, it's kind of it's in the Baltics it's a beautiful oh. Tallinn is a beautiful city but it's very high tech so that kind of fits into my theme of of working um, women working in tech
0: I love them both so you, you have to write them both oh, okay,
1: no problem <laughs> I gotta see which one calls me you know and
0: I liked your blog like I read all of your blogs, yeah. um, and I love the one about social media anxiety. You said you you lost yeah. 20 minutes of writing time yeah. following a pop star who still believes, what was it, the, the moon landing was a hoax Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. That was... Which, that happens. Yeah. It just sucks you in, and then you're like, where did my time go? Because then you read people's replies, and people are just so witty. Oh, I know, you know right? <laughs> I always have to favorite all the, like, <laughs> anybody who makes me laugh, I'm like, you get a favorite. <laughs> it's so true. But, um, so where can people find you when you are on social media and you're not wasting time? as you do. Where can they find you? Um,
1: I mostly hang out on Twitter. Okay, um, it's Kristen Rockaway. or oh, okay. That's my handle. I've also been getting into Instagram. Like I have, like traditionally, like not been much of a picture taker, but like yeah. I'm like I even took a picture outside. Of my, nice. My I took a picture of my mind. Oh, very yeah. nice. Uh, and that's at Kristen Rockaway. Uh, yeah, uh, t- yeah. Instagram. It's Kristen Rockaway as well. And it's Kristen with an I N. I N. Yes. Okay. Very exactly. nice. And you
0: were so gracious enough to sign my book. I get my own copy mm-hmm. and a book at. And book that I'm going to give away on my Facebook page so be sure to find that info. Um, thank you for doing that. That's awesome. I'm going to make people say with their favorite place they've ever traveled to. Awesome. I and can't wait we'll to see. a drawing. <laughs> Yes, and extra points for a photo. So thank you so much for being with us. The book can be found, can be bought where?
1: Uh, anywhere books are sold. Barnes & Noble, it's on a lot of shelves. Actually, it's in airports. People have been sending me shelfies of it in airports, which is like a dream come true.
0: Yes, and that's the perfect place for it to yeah, be. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, my friend just took a picture, snapped a picture of a Penn Station actually oh, oh, at the awesome. Hudson Books in penn station
0: how awesome and that has a very special meaning in this book but we can't tell you why so read the book exactly that's That's like that is awesome Mm -hmm. oh i love it (laughs) i love it well congratulations again and again the book is the wild woman's guide to traveling the world love 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 the title (laughs) love the book congratulations again Kristen. thank you for joining us and again this is book circle online i'm your host fern Ronay. From managing editor Jason Squamata, executive producers Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to BookCircleOnline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at BookCircleOnline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO, join the circle.